To learn my teachings, I must first teach you how to learn. Are you kidding me? I'm sure I haven't the faintest idea what you're talking about. For those who need a visual effect, Colin is running around the room. <laughs> what we've got here is failure to communicate. Let me spend. No, there is too much. Let me sum up. This conversation can serve no purpose anymore. Goodbye. Hello, my name is Peter Trapani. I'm here with Austin Baker. How's it going? And Colin Bradley. Yep. And we are dead on board. Yes, we are. On today's docket, we are talking about Ixalan as a set, uh, flavor-wise, as well as its contributions to any eternal formats. Mm-hmm. We're going to be looking at the mysterious pirate stompy controversy. Ooh. Is it real? Is it fake? We'll get there. And then uh, an astoundingly successful MTG Kickstarter at the very end of our show. Yeah. To start us off, Colin, can you explain the flavor of Ixalan? Uh, so Ixalan is, uh, I think as a plant, is like actually super sweet. Um, it's not only it, the, the, the area of Ixalan that I guess we're sort of focusing on right now is the island. Uh, is like a continent island mm-hmm. uh, in uh, the plain of Ixalan uh, that has like this mystical aura around it where planeswalkers can they can plan they can planeswalk into the plane but they can't planeswalk out that's where um we see returning characters like vraska mm-hmm. and jace stuck there uh because they they can't leave there there's this binding around ixalan that we see in one of the storylight uh story spotlight cards called Ixalan, ixalan's binding interesting um, <laughs> and um we also get to meet a new face uh, named Tangarth, um, who is a uh, Minotaur walker that's trapped on Ixalan, as well as a, a planeswalker native to the plane, uh, Huatli, the, the the sort of dragon uh, priestess. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I I really enjoy the flavor of this plane right now. We have four main tribes. We got boom. You got your merfolk. You mm-hmm. got your pirates. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got our vampires, and we have D- got dinos, dinosaurs, just dinosaurs. <laughs> oh my goodness, dinosaurs! I, you oh know, I'm surprised. That, that was the things I was I was Jones for. Oh yeah, most. I'm very surprised that they were able to pull up all those different tribes. Mm-hmm. I mean, we talk about like Ravnica and the City of Guilds and then that kind of stuff. Uh, different kinds of people, maybe different kinds of creatures, but this is very. I mean, pirates, vampires, dinosaurs. Yeah, it mm-hmm. sounds. It sounds like somebody wrote. Uh, a fan fiction tale. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't yeah. we haven't seen stuff like this uh, since Lorwyn. We haven't really seen like a bunch of tribe support. I don't. I can't yeah, really yeah. think of since Lorwyn. We had tribes, but yeah, there's been really like a, occasional this. like sub themes. Yeah, here and there, but mm-hmm. never like, hey, here's a bunch of stuff for pirates mm-hmm. or whatever, you know. So yeah, no, it's it's a little bit back, I would say. So what do you think Ixalan um, has given modern or any other eternal format? Well, we got a big one. We, you got Baker. a couple cards. Uh, well, we can start off with Opt. That's just like... Yeah, that's the elephant that's, in the yeah, room. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's real easy. We're not even going to like mess around with it. Uh, Opt is now a part of Modern. Yeah, I don't think it'll have any impact in Legacy. Probably. I oh, mean, no, well, it hadn't before. No. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't uh, I don't think it's going to get there. Those um, don't know well, Opt we is say a, that, but... Opt is a reprint uh, yeah. from Invasion. Yes. Yep. Uh, it's a one, mana, or one blue mana instant that lets you scry one and then draw a card. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very mana efficient, very uh, uh, 
efficient in general. Yeah, mm-hmm. instant speed. Yeah, it's great. It, well, to be fair, it always reads put the top card in your library on the bottom, draw a card. You right. got you got to get value out of your scry. Right. If you just leave it on top, you're just drawing the card you're gonna draw. Unless anyway. you really want that card. Yeah. I mean, no. I mean, no. You you would. It's 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 card selection and and a cantrip all mm-hmm. in one uh, at instant speed. <laughs> I weirdly enough, it's not strictly better than anything we already have. Yeah. I don't, you can't say it's strictly better than like serum visions or sleight of hand. That's like really the only one mana cantrips we have, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. yeah. Well, so y- you can't say it's better than any of those. And it's not really on the same axis as a card yeah. like Thought Scour. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, that adds to your graveyard. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, so it does just kind of some different stuff. There'll be some decks that want four opt. There'll be some decks that want maybe a couple. Uh, it'll it'll depend a lot on kind of what your build's trying to do and, and if you really want that instant speed draw. The shadow decks, I think, have fairly well adopted it. Uh, the Like Grixis shadow lists and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. There's some other lists. We did look at some lists earlier that um, mm-hmm. played ops instead mm-hmm. of zero missions. Yeah, yeah, which I actually like because it lets 90% of your deck operate at instant speed, which is really convenient. Right. Uh, well, so you have stuff, you have sorceries to play in turn one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you have like Thought Seas so. and Inquisitions and then like your creatures that all cost they all cost one mana we've got like basically two big decks uh that are playing opt uh right now two two mainstays uh of the current modern metagame that have started to switch to play opt and then some uh those being grixis shadow yeah. and uh gift storm yeah and then we can see uh decks like jeskai control or like the tempo the sort of jeskai tempo list that's been mm-hmm. running around um sort of use utilizing that card selection yeah, Gabriel, uh, Gabriel Massif. Yeah, yeah, he he played a list recently. You can find it on YouTube. It's like a two-hour video of him uh, running Jeskai Control with three opt, three opt, three visions. Yeah, yeah. Just so interesting. interesting. That's an interesting. Yeah, he's split. he's just he was just trying stuff. I I will never sit here and say, oh, Gabriel Massif's wrong because that's probably not my place. But I didn't care for the list too much. I think he had one Gideon of the Trials, which I wasn't a huge mm-hmm. fan of. Um, and uh, his lands were like fine, but there was just a couple of spell like splits that I was like eh, kind of iffy on. Questionable. Yeah. yeah, I didn't care for spell color. I don't care for spell color as much as in like the hard control decks. Mm-hmm. If you're playing like the Geist list, I think it's pretty good. In fact, it's it's probably great. Um, but if you're if you're gonna try to win the game with like Celestial Colonnade and Snapcaster Beats, I'm just I'm just less jazzed about less spell good. color in those lists because yep. it's such a good tempo play. It's 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 not really like you're. You can't kill them quickly, so uh, I didn't care for his list as much, but I think it was a really interesting attempt, and it's a good, really good place to start. So, uh, well, you know, decks are adopting it. It's part of modern now. It's just what we're, you know, it's just another tool that we get. Make sure you prepare for opt. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you yeah. don't really have to prepare for it. Just right. It's going to be around right. for a while. Right. Well, yep. what's interesting, and the last thing I'll have to say about opt is that um, in Giftstorm, we're running it instead of peak. So we're deciding that that scry sure. is better than the information my opponent's hand. Yeah, yeah so there's very few things that, in, that are in their hand that really bother you, though. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, there's there's a lot. I mean, like, creature removal is always a pain, you know, if they're sure. playing Stubborn Denial and they, you know, hit my gifts or uh, sure. a, fl- a flashback of a spell. Because, like, I, I feel like with Storm, yeah, if you know the, the contents of their hand, like, I, I don't think you're, like, really playing around the stuff you see out of it anyway it's yeah, not it's yeah. not something like infect where you're right. like okay i need this uh, cataxian yeah. probe or mm-hmm. i guess this peak if people were playing mm-hmm. it right after probe was banned to see if i can go all in or not right. like storm you kind of just have to like test the waters and I, f- I feel like and then at a certain point you're like okay they they don't have it green light 
We're right. Good to get yeah. green light yeah. means go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, for sure. Well, so when you cast peak, you get the information of their hand, and then you draw a card. Yeah. Whereas right. ops, you get to decide if you want that card. Yeah. So peak is more, um, can I win versus opt is I'm going to win because yeah. I've just drawn this card that I need. It, it, yeah. It's just what what you value more, uh, the information or right. uh, clo- getting that little bit closer to mm-hmm. victory. And I think peak is really good for newer players who don't know their opponent's deck lists. You yeah. Know, if you come at me with you know, a net decked burn deck, I should know what you have in that deck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, if I play against... Uh, you know, a, a weird like blue black control list that could be coming up in the future. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe I want to know exactly what you have. Like, are you playing duress mm-hmm. with Thoughtsies? Right. You know, something you gotta keep keep aware of. It was so. a really interesting uh, statement that Huey Jensen made. Along, I think it was. I want to say it was Huey. It might not have been, but uh, he was playing L- Legacy Infect with no probe, mm. and and a lot of like the. Stone Cold Infect players will maybe not play Probe, and and he got on camera or whatever, and they asked him about it. Huey, why aren't you playing Probe? And he's like, I already know what's in my opponent's hand. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't, it's it's a training wheels card, and Peak is not necessarily a training wheels card per se, but to some degree, I think if you're not familiar with the format or like cards that people could bring in against you, Peak is probably better to help you kind of navigate around that stuff. But if you're fairly certain you know what's going on, Opt is probably probably where you want to be. Absolutely, Colin. What else has Ixalan brought us? All right, I got two two more uh, spicy boys that I think could uh, really, really hit the really hit the scene. Um, first one I want to go over is uh, Kite Sail Freebooter. What to uh, do? Is a two mana one two pirate uh, for one and a black, uh, one two with flying. When it enters the battlefield, target opponent reveals his or her hand. You choose a non creature, non land card from it. Exile that card until the freebooter leaves the battlefield. Um, two important pieces of text on this is uh, the fact that it exiles right. the card. Yeah. And um, not hit not being able to hit creatures is kind of big, but I yeah. I don't think you're Con- going to hit creatures with those kinds of effects anyway. Because yeah. you're playing uh, you're playing them in these sorts of cards, whether this it'd be this or like a tide hollow skuller and right uh the black white eldrazi deck that's like uh that's been around uh modern for the past year mm-hmm. right and um it play, plays really well with cards like uh wasteland strangler or uh heck if people are playing this plus uh tide hollow skuller i could see some of these lists play uh blight herder again uh, and just go like, please no. Just play. <laughs> just go more on the curve of the Eldrazi. Yeah. Uh, not really playing like the Aether Vile sort of mm-hmm. stuff, uh, and just be like black white Eldrazi mm-hmm. uh, with four Freebooter, four Skuller. Uh, such a beast. Do, you think the, do you think the Skuller will be a mainboard card? Uh, the, or the Freebooter. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't think you're ever wanting to play these effects in the sideboard, uh, especially since they go decently with your main. Mm-hmm. Uh, plan, um, as well as like just. I'm never boarding in Mesmeric Fiend. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's that's like, true. Um, this card's like I think super important. It flies. It blocks spirits. Yeah, which is great. A one-two in the air. Perfect. Mm-hmm. It's a little weird. I'm I'm kind of curious, Colin, in your opinion, or and Peter too. Those Eldrazi decks are playing Path just for sure because it goes great with their Blight yeah. or whatever. So they're already white black. 
how much better is this than Skuller? Uh, so or, or, or like, is it just a different card? Uh, it's just like the the one trade-off being uh, you can't hit creatures with it and they're them being like separate mm. triggers with Tide Hollow Skuller. So you could do like oh, weird shenanigans sure. with yeah. like Eldrazi Displacer. That's right. Or if you're playing Flicker Wisp um, with sure. it to get it exiled forever. But I think uh, a big Im- uh, important thing that this card can do um, for the structure of the deck is get you open to playing a third color. Because uh, really? if you're playing cards like uh, Tide Hollow Skuller that you want to play on turn two. Right. Um, they have two different kinds of mana. For yeah. That. Yeah. And, yeah. Like, and their mana is pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Their, their mana is like pretty stretched. Yeah. Anyway. So if you want to go in sort of a, a green direction with this, yeah. uh, like an Abzan style deck, maybe the company deck. Interesting. Where you're, maybe you're not playing the, the other big Eldrazi, but you can play like Wasteland Stranglers. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, maybe you can play like, Flicker Wisp in the stack. You probably can't play Displacer because you need colorless mana. Yeah, right? that makes you a three color um, then. But like you, you just be like this this value Aether Vile deck that mm-hmm. sort of puts a stranglehold <laughs> on your <laughs> on oh your opponent. I, I almost, I, I mean, I would never wish this, but I kind of want this card to be human instead of pirate. It is, it human, is human. It's human. Human it's pirate. pirate. Yeah. yeah. Then it's gonna slide right into humanless. Yeah. Yeah. You, you already have that Abzan like human company list. Yeah. Um, that yeah yeah you can't play was Skuller a human Skuller was a zombie yeah, so like yeah. a zombie artifact. now you have some artifact creature zombie yeah you can that play this really with good. like a mayor of Everbrook and then Holly's oh. lieutenant this <laughs> boy becomes a three four champion I four right now yeah 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 no actually I, I, that, there could uh, be something there yeah it's a good disruptive element that like those decks those like low to the ground aggressive decks um things kind of like. Uh, akin to Merfolk, I guess, but like those sort of tribal decks, it, they don't need to like shut your game plan down. Yeah. They just need to th- set you off for like a turn or two, and then you're just dead. Well, it's mm-hmm. like elves; like they just get one lord in, and then bam! Yeah. Like yeah. suddenly their dudes are four fours. Yeah. yeah. All right. What else did you have, Colin? Uh, another more, probably uh, more fringe, I guess. Uh, you wouldn't see it. Yeah, I wouldn't put it where a lot of people would expect it. A uh, card, uh, Rampaging Ferocidon. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a dinosaur. It's a, a three-mana, three-three dinosaur with menace. Uh, the important text being uh, players can't gain life. Okay. Uh, that's uh, a big well, part of that card. punishment. Yeah, yeah it is. That yeah. affects both players. Uh, right. And then whenever a creature enters the battlefield, uh, the Ferocidon deals one damage to that creature's controller. So it stops... Creature combos. Yeah, stop creatures. Uh, your your oh, Kiki-Jikis man, they can't even of the world. Thinks because they'll just kill the yeah. Oh, <laughs> Finks, the infinite uh, Finks thing. Yeah. Yeah, you don't lo- you don't gain life with Finks. Yeah. Uh, Ooh. Um, this card's got some text. Mm-hmm. And it has menace. Yeah, yeah. Menace too. Like menace is sweet. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel like uh, modern right now. Not a lot of people are playing. Uh, go wide strategies. Sands like uh, affinity or. Mm-hmm. Elves, mm-hmm. the occasional elves deck, uh, but a lot of people are sort of just. I've got my one big thing, and maybe another like sort of okay thing. Like take shadow. Yeah. Uh, you could have you have like a snapcaster, and then a shadow. Right. Um, and if you just can get rid of the snapcaster, like boom, I'm hitting you for three. Yeah, you're just in there every turn. You can't get life. And you know you're gonna they're play another six, dude. So. Yeah. You're gonna play another <laughs> yeah. dude. Yeah. You know you know they're already dead. Mm-hmm. So I mean, make sure you kill them because if oh, you yeah. don't, then yeah. the swing back's gonna be bad. But yeah. Yeah, um, 
I wouldn't I wouldn't think you would play this card in uh, sort of a burn deck that it, it might be like um, sort of intuitive mm -hmm. to it, it feels like you you put it in there but I like I would want to see this in the the like Nia based company decks yeah um, oh yeah or like maybe the Bant Nightfall deck, it splashes red for some cards on the sideboard. Oh, it, already like, it already wolf runs, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like, so like it, well, red's already part of their wolf run. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. yeah, There's there's things you can do um, with that card. Well, like they're already splashing red for like static casters on the board and oh sure, such. Uh, but I like this card a lot. Uh, yeah. Baker, you got yeah. anything? Yeah, no, I found a couple that uh, st stuck out to me a little bit whenever they were spoiled. Uh, first one is one and a blue for a sorcery. It is chart a course, uh, draw two cards, then discard a card unless you attack with the creature this turn. It's draw two cards for two mana is powerful. Right. Uh, it's it's a good effect. Uh, some decks want to discard, so it's not a big deal. Uh, and if you don't want to discard, you can just play create creatures and just attack with them. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and being only one one blue mana, you could play it in like a blue. Red shell. I mean, like I guess this could be like a Delver card. But yeah, Delver's well, already not a thing. What so about like blue black with Delirium. I mean, how yeah. crazy does that get? Especially like the Sultai, the Sultai Delirium deck. That's kind of like yeah, yeah. sort of uh, popped around. Yeah, they didn't really have that sort of discard. Like, yeah, attached to that draw spell. Yeah, it's like pretty big for that deck. Yeah, it's it's weird because like this card is not card advantage unless you attacked. Yeah, then it, or then it, then it is. But or specifically, you want something in your graveyard. Like, right, 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 uh, right. A direction I can see this going is like the, the Esper Garoyos thing. Mm. Yep, yep, yeah, yep. Or like a weird blue dredge kind of thing. Yeah. Just, yeah. There's a yeah. blood ghast. It's going to die anyway. I'll swing. Yeah. By the way, I'll also draw two cards and then play a land. Yeah, yeah well, which really. Dredge twice. Yeah, you just dredge twice. Yeah, that's yeah. all you do. Uh, yeah, so that card is, is interesting. Being a sorcery is less good, but like given that it has that clause, you're only playing it on your turn anyway. Um, but no, I think that card could do some stuff. The other one. Uh, that might see some play, and I'm gonna butcher this name so bad it's gonna be terrible. Uh, Tokatali Honor Guard. Tokatali Honor. It's it's a two mana one three, one and a white. And uh, I, I'm not a Death and Taxes player, uh, so I'll have to call my friend John Anderson for this one. But uh, it's basically just Torpor or on a stick. Really? Yeah, it's all it is. It's just creatures entering the battlefield don't cause abilities to trigger. I don't think Legacy Death and Taxes has anything like this yet. Mm -hmm. uh, do that's, they? That's not true. There's a. Uh, you have a. Uh, what was that card? It was like M15. Uh, oh, Hushwing Griff? Hushwing Griff. Yeah, no, they that. do have Hushwing, but it is three mana. I don't know how much that matters. Was Hushwing three mana? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Uh, I can, we, can, we can check. Mm -hmm. we, can, we, can, <laughs> we can check the internets. Hey, just uh, you're right. So, so is this one being two, probably? May, maybe. What are they playing turn two, though? I mean, with two mana. Stoneforge Mystic. Yeah. Thalia. That, those ones are pretty good. Yeah, so I don't think this... I mean, like, maybe it's an not. interesting card. Yeah, possibly. It also doesn't have Flash on its own, where Hushwing Griff does. I don't know mm -hmm. if that matters. Mm -hmm. um, but it is an interesting card, and I, I guess we'll see if it does anything. Uh, I may be completely off with this one, but th it does have um, text that like is relevant. Yeah, could absolutely. See playing an older format. Uh, what are the, what's the subtype? Human? Human soldier. Oh yeah, boy. so like, I don't know where else it would really go. 
Um, the only it does not bow with your Stoneforge Mystic. Oh yeah, because it's it's but, a it's a symmetrical effect. Yeah, but maybe you don't care about that. I, uh, there are other formats. <laughs> <know>. <laughs> yeah. This one is great in tiny liters. Um, <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. No. Uh, do we do we want to touch on the uh, legendary Merfolk Wizard at all? Uh, eh. it's, I, it, it's not Kira, so whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, there was a thing I read from a. Hunter Nance, uh, who's like SCG grinder, mm-hmm. who right. is known for his Merfolk play. He actually thinks this this card might actually make Merfolk worse. Oh, really? With the printing of this card, nobody really like played around uh, a vi- violin in Akira. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now that like this this Merfolk has been spoiled, and it like gets some of those synergies, people oh, are like, yeah. oh, with a violin the the, 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 the Spell co- Merfolk, Paula, yeah. Yeah. yeah, with a violin that and. Uh, ruin my day yeah, so i'm gonna yeah. play around these kind of things better in reality will that happen maybe not <laughs> i just don't i just like i don't know it's gonna happen to us once yeah and we're all gonna yeah, hate it. yeah you'll, we'll you'll learn fear. very quickly this guy attacks he, he, he gets he, he, he gets also the better synergies with it he doesn't attack he does not <laughs> he doesn't attack. but he is he is a marfolk which is like mm. kind of relevant i don't know uh i guess it, some people will try it probably mono blue yeah, <laughs> right alongside Master Blue. Yeah, I don't yeah. think any of the green Merfolk in this set are like yeah, good enough no. to see. Rivals, I think Rivals is going to bring something interesting. To Merfolk oh, I hope. Yeah, uh, like if it makes them worse, I'm all for Can it. We have Vampire Merfolk. Whoa. Has that been done? Oh, that geez. should be kind of sweet. Human dinosaur? Let's just blend Human it all dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if we're going to talk about sweet creature types, there's an orc, orc pirate wizard, wizard in this set. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you do with that, and it's not good, but... It's That's a, a commander card. It's, it's a mythic. That goes right into the wizard's list. Yeah, no, it, yeah it does. It does. Uh, but yeah, uh, Carnage Tyrant? Do we want to even... Uh, I don't like... Do I don't... Does it do anything? No. I don't I don't think that card's good in general. It might be what Carnage right. Tyrant does. Six mana, seven, six. Can't be countered. Trample Hexproof. Boring. Yeah. Yeah, it is boring. Like, I mean, it's a good, like, vanilla... You know, it's not, it's not mm-hmm. vanilla. But well, it's it it's pretty close. For it just it just does nothing for six mana. Right, like you're gonna play that, and then your opponents you're gonna, gonna attack into a settle the wreckage anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but like there's there's a lot of ways to get around this card uh, in the the decks people are playing. If you ever get blown out by like a doom fall, that's mm. just gonna feel really bad. Oh god! If your opponent has six power worth of blockers, because <laughs> yeah. like you're playing the dinosaur deck and your removal's like what? Maybe lightning strike and Maybe. Sorcery, or sorcery speed with savage stomp. Right? Yep. It's yep. That's that's like people are gonna it. play it because like it'll be good that few times it's good and you're gonna play yeah. like one or two in your sideboard a lot. But yeah. really, the only matchup you're gonna bring it in is like the 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 control decks. Okay. Well, yeah. bef- go ahead. No, I'm just acknowledging that's that's true. I just don't see it being good. Mm-hmm. It's just guys' revenge. But, yeah. But like a little better, I guess. Skimming that's through fair. skimming through this. Set, uh, I'm actually like my ni- my initial uh, in like uh, evaluation was there weren't going to be a lot of cards that could see some modern play, but like sk- skimming through the whole set again, yeah, I think there's a lot of cards that have some have some uh, uh, real potential. Yeah, almost good enough. Completely yeah. agree. It's kind of like the uh, energy shenanigans we had. Yeah, um, like they're good, but we kind of need more of it. To see it beyond standard energy is yeah pretty parasitic. Like you have to be playing a whole energy deck for it to be. Yeah, and plus you only have one set to pull from. Yeah, right. Because that uh, that's why you can't really play a lot of those cards in 
uh, formats like Modern, mm -hmm. unless you're being crazy and playing either works Marvel <laughs> and Modern, which at that point, what are you doing with yourself? I yeah. mean, you're trying. God, you're, trying you're casting Emrakul the Aeon Storm <laughs> or, or Grizzlebrand. I don't know. One really, you're just a standard player who wants to play some Modern. Yeah, I was yeah. about to say, your card got banned and you're like, yeah, well, you're just might as well just like hash out the, the money for lands and just play this in Modern. Yeah. yeah. It was, it's good, but like turn two stun is out just kills you, I think. Right. Well, you just play. Well, there's so much playing. artifact removal yeah. at this point. Mm -hmm. uh, and like Colagon's command just ruins your whole life. Yeah. Does it though? Oh, like, no, you can discard the Emrakul, I guess. Like, it, uh, <laughs> if you're playing the if you're playing the Marvel, like you're activating it that turn most. Oh, uh, I guess that's true. Like, yeah. And they like just, they once is enough. They killed your Woodweaver's puzzle. <laughs> it's oh, just, no. The first one's always free. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but no. Well, as we talk about reprints and what sets are giving us, uh, I find it interesting that they did reprint Opt. So yeah. kind of the the standard that they're setting is there are cards that we want modern slash standard that are not currently there. Mm -hmm. Where can we fit it in not only lore-wise, mm -hmm. but where can we fit it in power level-wise? Yeah. I think I think Opt was a good uh, testing the waters yep. spell to see... Uh, what power level of cards they can reprint, um, which I, th I think it's worked out well for them. Yeah. Like obviously, if yeah. they're, they they realize that they're gonna print like uh, a powerful card, you're gonna see like a lot of lists play it uh, instead of other spells. Like right. we're seeing it replace sleight of hand in some of the Grixis Shadow lists, and mm -hmm. the the crazy people that are still trying to play. 17 lands in their Grixis Shadow list. <laughs> oh, it and was maximized. fun for a weekend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like, should probably give that up. Yeah. Uh, but no, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm thoroughly impressed with how they're yeah. doing it so far. No, I, so that's cool. Got a lot of, a lot of stuff. I was, I'm just glad they're like, willing to reprint that stuff. Mm -hmm. Also, they reprinted Spell Pierce. I love you, Spell Pierce. Log jam. Yeah. <laughs> we always need different art, right? Well, no. Not for that <laughs> card. <laughs> not for that Dude, card. The art on this one's sweet, though. Yeah, you got, you got like a merfolk just being like. Bleh. It's just there's always a merfolk on that guard, isn't there? <laughs> For some reason, yeah. No, I love spell pierce. Like I'll still play the old one because uh, old art is best art forever and always, I guess. Except for like some cards. I don't, I don't know. know the new duress art. I oh, I am hot on that. I am all about it. it more the flavor text too. Yeah. Solitude and starvation are brutal punishments, but even worse is all that time to think. Yeah. That is so oh great. My gosh. <laughs> I wonder, I wonder what the foil looks like. I'm kind of curious. It's like it's like the Good. it's like the non foil but shinier. Oh, yeah. Wow. Interesting. Uh, yeah. I'm here well, to speaking of shiny there. things, let's talk about worlds. Yeah. 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 All right. So they've That's been happening, happening slash happened. Yeah. It, mm -hmm. First day is today, as of recording this on Friday. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, the first day of worlds is today. Um, What's been happening so far, Colin? So yeah, catch us up. Yeah. Draft portion three rounds. Nothing real exciting there. Uh, Christian Calcano's great. He drafted like a crazy red black or like aggressive auras list with three blight keepers. Jesus. Sorry, did you say aggressive auras? <laughs> yeah. So there, there's <laughs> an aura in the set uh, called Swashbuckling, which yep. is two mana that gives uh, a creature plus two plus two in haste. Uh, it was like Goblin War Pain, uh, basically, yeah. that card. Um, he drafted four copies of that wow. card Good along with Lord. three blight keepers. Uh, which is the one mana one one flyer? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so he's just messing like, people up. You're just getting them. That um, is, boy, that's good. Yeah, but uh, stand standard. Uh, interesting. Nobody registered 
uh, the card planes. Yeah. Oh, the it, land card. The land card planes. Ba- basic is, basic planes, not in basic the, not planes, the format. Not even, yeah, like Jesus. Uh, there, if, if we're grouping uh, the blue black control deck to add like a splash or red, they're mm-hmm. basically the same deck except one splashing like lightning strike. Okay. Uh, and the teamer energy decks that are splashing for sca- scarab god mm-hmm. versus not as the same deck. There's only three decks uh, that are represented. Yeah. Uh, I want to say like. Ten copies of Remnant Red, uh, seven copies, and then seven copies of the other two, or like yeah. eight and six. Like, not a lot of uh, deck uh, sort of variety, which I, I think is probably expected of Worlds. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think you can take this metagame and sort of uh, attribute it to the rest of Ixalan standard. Yeah, to be fair, like, Worlds metas have never been very predictable or... Or like you can't gain data from look it. At, look at Reed Duke, uh, uh, at Worlds where yeah, he played he the boggles. boggles. Yeah, and <laughs> there were people playing Living End. Yeah, pros pros sat down at a table and decided, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna play Living End. And they they consciously made that decision sober. Because like I think. What, what was it? Jund was like one of the best decks yeah. at the time, and yeah. Living End just like eats up Jund. Yeah, all it day. did. Oh, they were right. playing Garuk Relentless at the time. Mm. Oh, it was so nice. Well, it's very weird, like meta. You know what's it gonna be? What what are my opponents most good at? What are they seeing on camera mm-hmm. playing? How do I play against that? Yeah. So that's interesting. I mean, in worlds, you're all, you're always gonna see more aggressive lists. You, you know Tend I mean? to sometimes. Yeah, because yeah. because that's how you win. That's how you win in an unknown meta, mm-hmm. in an unknown set. You just play aggressive. Well, like you're playing against twenty three other players you know though, so you try to predict what they're gonna be on, mm-hmm. and then go to like level three or sometimes level six, right? As opposed to just just go to the level yeah. one deck, just play the best deck. Don't like, play planes apparently. <laughs> like a lot of the guys yeah. that uh, are are playing in worlds, you have like Reed, Huey, and. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Turton World, like they're all on Team Puzzle Quest, mm-hmm. so they all brought seventy three of the same seventy five. Yeah, um, Jerry Thompson and uh, Raptor, Josh Oda Layton, uh, they're playing the same, basically the same deck. Uh, control. You yeah. have the Japanese pros that are all are basically all on Team Musashi are playing the same deck. Um, like, and then like you have the 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 like Donald Smiths of the world that are uh, he doesn't have anybody else on his team. Uh, mm-hmm. At Worlds, but like, he he's knows a lot of the American players and like, right. hey, what are, what are we like? What are we testing yeah. out? Like, yeah, it's it's kind of solved, but kind of not. It's kind it's kind of known, kind of not, and people are just gonna sort of just pick a deck, play it right. until uh, they feel like they have the game plans against the other two decks down, mm-hmm. and then tweak from there. Yeah. And, you see some pretty refined lists. Um, one of the big things that uh, the Puzzle Quest guys did, uh, those that being Turtonwald, Jensen, and uh, Reed Duke, um, they're playing a copy of Commits Memory oh. in their main deck, oh, uh, a single boy. copy of Essence Scatter in their main deck, <laughs> uh, and a single copy of Confiscation Coup. Wow! Uh, so they're the, mad these, man. and they're they're on the non Scarab God lists. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're just really trying to beat the mirror. And uh, watching the match between Huey and um, Reed Duke today, like this was it was very evident. Uh, Reed cast both parts both ha- both halves of commit to memory. Uh, confiscation coup was cast game one. This is all game one. Jeez. And the game the game took like twenty minutes mm-hmm. and it was just a slug fest. 
Um, you know what's interesting about Magic is not only is there a variance in how you play and how your deck plays, there's also a variance in skill level, obviously, with your opponents. Mm-hmm. So while these lists may be finely tuned for Worlds players, oh, I yeah, expect no. that they will change um, later on, you know, as time goes by, because you're going to be playing people who, again, chose a net deck, but oh, yeah. may not know how to play it the most yeah. optimally. Yeah, of course. So I think that it, it's interesting that it affects your lists, like... Mm-hmm. Why do you play three of this card and not four? Yeah. Or why are you playing four and not three? And a lot of the times the answer is just, it's what the computer said. Right? <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, that's for what, a, yeah. That's what Hierophante on Moto did or whatever. <laughs> well, it turns out 0.6% of the time this card is better than not having yeah. it. Yeah. I don't know. Like, you, you don't really do that yourself anymore. Um, and this is a whole nother uh, uh, conversation for another day, but mm-hmm. like I think the internet has helped a lot with uh, metagame shaping in general. Yeah. Um, the whole net decking versus homebrew argument is mm-hmm. a dumb one that I don't want to get into. Well, it's interesting that you mentioned that yeah. because a most recent controversy <laughs> oh, in God. Legacy Ooh. revolves there was around homebrew. <laughs> homebrewing and net decking <laughs> as well as a bounty. So Ooh, let's talk about oh God. Pirate Stompy. Uh, Popeye, Popeye Stompy. Popeye Stompy. So it's Pirate Stompy. Yes. Yeah. So ex- explain, explain where this all started. Uh, I have a pretty good overview understanding. Colin, how much do you really know about the whole situation? Uh, are you are you well yeah. versed? It's a big meme. Folks. Yeah. Well, yeah. Don't fall for it. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, people already fell for oh, it. Oh yeah. Like, well, now yeah. it's kind of hard to, to yeah. fall for it. But right. Bob Huang and friends. Uh, just like went around, sort of started some speculation of this deck list that uh, they were they five owed with on on Moto a few times. We're like, oh, five owed with this pirate Stompy list. <laughs> uh, hope yeah. it gets published tomorrow or whatever. And on, that means it's unbeatable. Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, and then, uh, but then people wanted the list, and they're like, no, well, we yeah, want we want to play it for Eternal we're Weekend. Up for Eternal Weekend, yeah. we can't show anybody. Yeah, which in and of itself is kind of scummy. Like, uh, I don't is think it, so. Is it? I, I don't like. I don't know if I care. I mean, you might not, but yeah. if people are like trying to spike this event and want to know mm-hmm. what this deck they is. Want to be prepared. Yeah. Well, they're trying to spike the event with a deck that they doesn't, worked doesn't they, exist. They, they, they <laughs> right. quote unquote worked hard on. I think they just typed in the word pirate in together and just said, "Oh, look at the blue ones. We'll play those." Because like they pitched a force <laughs> of will. We play in a legacy. Yeah. yeah. Or force of will. <laughs> this deck has one counterbalance. What the actual like, hell is it, going a on? Super cool, phen- like not cool, interesting phenomenon happened uh, uh, because of this. Like talking around, um, you had cards like uh, Rashad and Brigand. Yeah. And. Uh, What's what's the other one? There's a Rashad, Rashad airship. airship, yeah, like just skyrocket in yeah. price, like two hundred percent. Rashad cut purses by, by just because people are specking. Yeah, right? would be hot on it. You know, yeah, they they don't want to get uh, blown up by pirate Stompy, so they gotta try it and see if it's actually good enough. Well, I guess some people cared so much to even pay money not for cards, but to figure out the list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So explain that to me, Vic. Oh, God. Uh, so, as I understand it, uh, Saffron Olive put out a bounty on Twitter <laughs> to anybody. Where everything who, magic yeah, happens. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's true. That or, like, Reddit or whatever. But, uh, no, he, he, he was, like, basically trying to get people to uh, 
get info on what this pirate stompy list because I guess he wanted to play it. Is that is that what he wanted to do? I guess. Yeah. Or I think he just know. wanted to know. Yeah. Probably. Uh, yeah. So he he was. I don't know what the bounty was, but there there was a bounty, <laughs> and he wanted to know what this deck was, and I, I guess do something with it. And uh, that kind of like had some interesting connotation going on with it. I guess. Um, What's well, interesting the effect it had on the community? Yeah, because before everyone was like, "Well, you know, like I'm not seeing this list, like I'm not too concerned about it." But yeah, well, know, like ma- information is so free flowing nowadays, right. especially with like deck lists. Mm-hmm. As soon as somebody does something in an event, the deck list is known. We we got their seventy five, and people are just constantly thirsting for information. The minute somebody's just like, "No," <laughs> everybody <laughs> freaks out and loses their minds. Well, especially right after they stopped releasing all the MTGO, yeah, mm-hmm. all the five O's, yeah, yeah. So then, like, it almost came at a perfect time. I wonder like it was planned. I mm-hmm. wonder if this would, like, make Wizards reconsider, considering what, because, well, never mind, they can't acknowledge the secondary market, but, like, yeah, I wonder if they, like, could see this and go, oh, wow, a lot of, like, stupid stuff happened because we didn't release all the 5.0 lists. Maybe we should do that again. That's, that's a really far-fetched idea, but, uh Maybe yeah. I'll just encourage them to reprint more cards. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> uh, we got we to gotta reprint Rashad and bring it in the next master set. Right. Iconic, not Iconic Masters. Uh, 25th anniversary. Yeah. That's when Rashad and Brigand is coming well, back. It's like, it's like Bobble. Like, why? Yeah. How much was that card before they reprinted it? Like, 60 bucks? Uh, uh, the the, people, the people that owned them could have bought a private island, I guess. <laughs> it was a bunch of money. And now it's like 15 uh, yeah, so it was a combination of the reprint announcement plus that card's been seeing less and less play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was hot for a minute, and then it was, like, naturally declining. And then also the reprint just kind of was nailing the coffin. So it'll be worth some money, but I think after the uh, after the Iconic Masters is open a bunch, it's like a $5, $8 card maybe. Sorry, people that have them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Your $200 is now... 24. <laughs> As is the magic way. Yeah. As is the, yeah. is the if, if Wizards didn't want to say a F you Baker enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I didn't own them. I didn't own them. They did blow me out on other, every, every other Masters that they ever printed, but uh, that's fine. I mean, they can't reprint everything, can they? Well, they're going to try. Well, they did. That's fine. Uh, no, it's uh, reprints are good. It gets people playing the game. It gets yeah. people, you know, in stores, so I can't complain too much. You know, we had a good discussion at Taco Bell. Uh, yeah, uh, about Hashtag price not memory. sponsored, not sponsored yeah, not yet, sponsored. yet, yet. <laughs> yet. <laughs> Bring the cinnamon delights. <laughs> oh my god, those things are so good. But uh, we had an interesting talk about price memory and yeah. what a card is actually worth. Like, is it really played that often? Mm-hmm. Is it degrading in value too slow? Is that just the market adapting to more players coming in? Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm curious. Um, as we've had time to think about this, it's kind of dawned on me that. I'm willing to pay whatever I need to pay if I want to spike a deck. Yeah. If I want to take the exact 75 list of Caleb Shear to a tournament mm-hmm. because I know his results because I can't practice. Does that create <laughs> does that create a price memory of these steam vents are worth X amount of money? No clue. So uh, I don't know yeah. uh, a lot of I don't know finance stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like kind of you're just on the top of the list of whoever like how much you're willing to pay yeah. it's just like maybe maybe half the people that want steam vents will buy them at $13 and if stores had people continually coming in and their ship moving steam vents at $13 they'll continue to price them at 13 if nobody's buying them at 13 they may consider 
lowering the price um, and, and trying to get people to buy at 12 or 11.50 or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Um, but you're one of the few people who don't care if they're 20. Right. Or 22 well, it, or 23 or whatever. And that's whatever. the list that I want to play. Like, that's the life that I choose yep. to live. Yep. Yeah. No, if, you, if you're like, I have the 75 that I need, I need these 8, 12, 14 cards, whatever, to, like, to play this weekend. I don't really care if the bill is 20 bucks, 100 bucks, 150 bucks. It just is what it is, right? Um, most players aren't like that. Eh, I don't say most players, but, like, there's a lot of players not like that. So I don't know if there's, like, a price memory there necessarily, but if you're looking at a card that has been expensive – and then, like, gets reprinted a la Tarmogoyf. Mm-hmm. Uh, At which, least, what, four times now? Three times? It's, it's, been, it's been three times. He's, he's had four, <laughs> he's four, modern masters. Yeah. four printings. Yeah. yeah, Future Side and then three Modern Masters printings. Hey, man, you got to sell those packs, I guess. Um, yeah, the card was 120-ish or so before mm-hmm. the reprint, and then it went to 200 because uh, Modern Masters 1 was just underprinted. Right. Which I understand Wizards doing that because they don't want another uh, Chronicles. So yeah. that's that's really pretty understandable. They messed up a little bit, but like you can't blame them too much. I think they'd rather underprint than just you know overprint and make people upset. Uh, so the card went to two hundred, and then after Modern Masters two, it was down to about one hundred and twenty, and like just kept kind of going down really slowly. But uh, you could find them at a hundred dollars before Modern Masters three, and now you can just pick up a playset for two hundred bucks. Right. If so, that. Yeah. 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 But you were kind of making the case like, is that card even worth fifty bucks? Yeah. It's, it's hard to say. So if you look at the meta currently, mm-hmm. can you tell me where Jund and Abzan uh, are positioned because they yeah. have ghosts in them? Yeah, uh, I think they are the best decks in modern. <laughs> oh, well, you think, uh, but as far as right. meta share. Uh, no, meta share, they're, they're not as much. Goyf is not that much played. Uh, I guess it's it's still, according to MTG Goldfish, the fifth most played card in modern. Like which is creature. The creature, yeah, sorry, creature. Yeah. Specifically creature, yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess if you look at the cards around it, um, they're not. Well, I guess Noble is worth a billion dollars. Um, but it's like Snapcaster, Thought Not Seer, Street Wraith, Noble, Tarmogoyf. <laughs> then like Death Shadow's not been printed that long after Tarmogoyf, and it's yeah. only like ten bucks, and it's had one reprint. Uh, yeah. Fulminator Mages from Shadowmore. That's forever ago, and that's worth like actually that's worth like thirty bucks right now. Yeah. So maybe its price is correct, but Tarmogoyf also carries a certain. There's a mystique to it. Yeah. You know, you yeah. buy Termoglyphs because you play Jundar Absan. Right. Or right. Zoo, I guess. If you're a, yeah, if you're a madman. Right. Zoo's actually sweet, though. We should we should bring Wild and Cuddle back. Oh, please, no. <laughs> Not in Burn, though. Put it put it next to Loxodon Smiter. That's where that's Ooh. where it belongs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But no, like uh we're we're a little little off off track, but uh cards cards tend to re- retain price memory. Generally, and so I guess the counter argument to mine in price memory is that as the price goes down, more people get into the format and mm-hmm. thus buy more cards and thus stabilize the price. The uh, the old adage is every single time something gets reprinted, you have to look at what didn't get reprinted, and that card will spike. Yeah, mm-hmm. like so this time it was Bob. Or right. Bob wasn't in Modern Master Three and Maelstrom it's Pulse. Been up, it's up to like over fifty dollars. Yeah, right Bob's now. back up to like fifty. For one Bob. Yeah. Yep. Bob. Yep. Yeah. One Bob will cost you a, a cool Ulysses S Grant. <laughs> at least, and then like Maelstrom Pulse is twenty bucks, twenty two bucks, something mm, like that. Yeah. Even though it got a, like a masterpiece. Yeah, it got a masterpiece, and it had a Modern Masters yeah. one printing. Yeah, and it was only printed in Alara. That was a well open set. So, yeah, whatever doesn't get reprinted, just spite. And Liliana didn't even go down, so mm. not really. Yeah, well, uh, that's under the inclination that if you buy Glaives, you're going to get a John Durabsand. Right, you need Liliana's. Liliana's. Yeah, like four mm-hmm. yeah. most of the time. Eight of those cards. 
willing to drop like six hundred bucks right now? Maybe not. Not including the lands, like. Yeah, because burden's still fifty bucks, yep. something like that. So forty, fifty bucks. And if they're more than that, if you want the good ones, that's not true. Actually, I think the old ones and the new ones are about the same price. Interesting. Yeah, that's a that's a weird thing to me, but I guess people like their hollow stamp. Mm. Who knows? <laughs> so, uh, no, like it's it's a good card they included, but I don't know. I guess Rashad and Brigand is now the other part is like people who bought them for like twenty bucks really don't want to sell them for four. Right. Yeah. They really don't want to do that. So. Which uh, I would never ask. Like, you can't ask that of somebody, of any no. kind of investor, even if they were no. dirt broke and needed the money. You know? Yeah. They, that's what they should do. But, I mean, it's okay. People bought into it. They got screwed. Maybe, maybe they didn't get screwed. They just got played. Yeah. <laughs> As yeah. we do yeah. in Magic Gathering. I, I hope Bob... Uh, is it Bob Wang? Yeah. I hope yeah, he Bob and Wang his and friends are just laughing so hard. Dude, what if this is like a double bamboozle though? And it's actually the deck. Yeah, and take. it's, it's actually, actually just a good deck. Well, like, you know what? I guess, I guess <laughs> they got us. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. That's that'd be insane. I don't know. Play it this weekend. I do have the underground seas. I don't have the river of tears. Or like any or, of the or soul the, lands. Or the yeah. chrome moss. Does Ooh. it play uh, city of traders? Yeah, it's. I feel like it's. Uh, no, just ancient tombs. Ancient and this is the speculative. Oh no, this is the. This actual, is the actual list. The quote unquote yeah, actual list. Bob point. Uh, I have the Force of Wells. I don't have the chalices. Nope, I'm off of it. Yeah, can't chalices. Do it. Can't do it. Uh, that card. Wow. You can you put print that at common, please? <laughs> Just because I'm tired of people saying that they can't afford that card. Yeah. You can't. You've not been able to afford it for the past year and a half. Like it's not anything. Yeah. That card's. That it's card a, was. I remember. A bajillion dollars. I remember when that card you could open it in Modern Masters one and feel bad. That wow. that was messed up, <laughs> and now now you, that's just the money card. So, right. yeah, because you need four. Mm-hmm. I guess so. Yeah, from any deck that's playing one, usually wants like four, somewhere in the seventy-five. So, it's weird. Oh man, Bob Wang released notes on this deck. Yeah, <laughs> like, sideboard tech. A little bit. Just explanations on what the cards are and what they do and how they fit into the deck. Oh Christ. Yeah. Basically, it looks like a. Uh, Jarvis, you messaged uh, Bob and just said, we just make up a deck name, start talking about it all over social media, even write a vague but very favorable match, very favorable matchup analysis, uh, but the deck doesn't really exist. Stuff like went 5-0 twice with Popeye Stompy last night. We really hope Watsy publishes my list, and then they did it. So, bamboozled. Yeah. We were all bamboozled. Yeah. It kind of rocked the magic community in a way that uh, we've definitely not seen before, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of funny. Yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah, like people it. had good Pe- fun. People with are upset over it, obviously, because people are upset at everything. But yeah, I mean, I thought it was a funny, lighthearted thing oh, that yeah. if people got jabated into paying fifteen dollars for <laughs> Rashad, Rashad and <laughs> or um, like Mercadian Mask Pirates, yeah, like those were worth like what? Congratulations, like you played yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I don't know why you would. I think better sell those this now. Is, this goes back to that uh, we just play what the computer tells us to. Yeah. yeah. You know, we have no thought to like, is this card even good? They didn't even read it. They just said, yeah, we're just going to buy four of them. $80, whatever, it's fine. And then now now they got burned a little bit. So I'll definitely get a return on investment in this <sighs> old pirate card. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But Speaking no. of investments. Yeah, let's um, talk about something. Yeah. Uh, recently, there was an MTG Kickstarter by John Avon. 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 Uh, for his unhinged playmats. 
So uh, this Kickstarter started about 14 days ago. Uh, goal was 5,000 pounds. Um, in that time, plus a couple of days, they raised 315,000 pounds. Pound. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, stuff. With uh, just over 7,300 backers. Jeez. Yeah, so this really took off. Um, so one, you're getting a signed um, unhinged playmat by John himself. Um, if you were one of the first 4,000 mm-hmm. baggers, which I happen to be, <laughs> Lucky. you get a set of five exclusive, luxurious, unstable land prints uh, for each backer <clears throat> with the unhinged prints on the rear. Nice. Yeah, which is really great. That's, I mean, they're just artist prints, so they're a little smaller than card size. Uh, sure. But um, as far as decorations, it's, that's fantastic. They're very nice. Yep. Um, uh, if you were within the first 4,000, you also get two of them signed. Yep. Within the first 5,500, you get one of them signed. Um, but as far as the stretch goals go, I remember backing this shortly after it was posted on Reddit. Mm-hmm. Just because, one, I like I like these lands. I like the guy. I think he, what he's doing and how much he asked. I mean, $5,000 uh, is a very low goal. Yeah, it's not a whole lot, considering how much Magic players are willing to pay for these things. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. and, and just the, the future value of these things. I mean, for yeah. five of 5500 you know. It's pretty good value. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, You're not paying five thousand five hundred. No, you? no, oh, I paid thirty. God. I paid like forty-ish dollars because it was converted from like thirty-seven pounds. Right, right, right. right. Uh, but you get free shipping, um, and these these playmats oh. are beautiful. Did you get one with a doodle on it? Yeah, I did not. Did not so oh, no. you had to pay extra for doodle, and I just really like the uh, unhinged swamp. That's yeah. that's reasonable. Yeah, so that's one the one that I went with. Um, I'm really glad that I got in when I did, mm-hmm. because shortly after I just kept refreshing the backer number and it just skyrocketed. Yeah. Once they said, you know, the, these prints are on short supply. Yeah. Plus John is he's gonna have carpal tunnel. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he is. He's, he's not gonna, gonna have be, a hand. He's gonna be hurting for sure. Yeah. They talked about in their most recent update that uh, they <laughs> they rented a place for him to go sign for like 11 hours a day. Oof. Yeah. Oof. I mean, he's getting like what a huge paycheck though. So. Oh yeah, because this isn't this isn't through, you know, Wizards of the Coast. Mm-hmm. This yeah, is no, strictly this is strictly him. him yeah. Oof. Who owns the rights to the, these art? Well, Good on him though. Least, like, yeah. uh, to be fair, I think this is kind of well deserved. Uh, he's been a great magic artist for a long time. So, and all his like stuff's very well. It's coveted. So. Mm-hmm. Good on him for making a boatload of money. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what nation he's gonna buy, but right. Be sweet. He well, now we can afford pirate well, I mean, sound. A, a lot of <laughs> yeah, yeah. a lot of the money that went into this is like the actual production of this stuff. That's because, true. Like, this that's stuff true. isn't isn't already on hand. Like that's, that's true. What the Kickstarter's for the yep. Kickstarter isn't just giving a bunch of money to him. Right. For the product. He yeah, he's not has. just netting four hundred thousand yeah, dollars. No. It'd be sweet if he was. Yeah, no. But like now he has to get the playmats made and printed and all that good stuff and. I don't know who's gonna do it, but uh, Ultra Pro, I think. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, it is Ultra, it is Pro. Ultra Pro. Yeah. Well, at least they can probably do it for probably a low cost. So. Yeah, and then you know, sweet, sweet. It's already up and running, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But I think this is the first time that it's happened within the Magic community that we've had such overwhelming support for art. Yeah. I mean, we talk about like the Rebecca Gway lands. Oh. 
uh, no, which are now back in, in, <laughs> in the standard showdown packs, I yeah, guess. No, buy a box. No, the, the Ixalan buy a box. Yeah, things. right. You get two random of the two of the five uh, promo Rebecca Guaylands. Foil. Foil. Four? No. Oh. Those weren't But, but no hollow stamp. Ooh, oh, that's yeah, that, my that, favorite that part of it. Nice, yeah. uh, uh, no hollow sticker at the bottom is what right. I mean. I hate those. Yeah. But that, that I could go on and on about that. Mm. I think this opens up magic in a new way. Um, I think that as more people get into magic, we start to appreciate the art more. Oh, yeah. That's one of my favorite things about mm. this game. Um, the art is, I think, leagues above any other card game. Um it's not like it's not weeb bait like right uh mm-hmm. like card fight vanguard or right. fight and it's not just like big explosions and stuff or fantasy like just bare bones fantasy character with no background like Yu-Gi-Oh. absolutely it's, the the art is second to none i think i can't disagree there and then you know you get these reprints with the changing of the art and mm-hmm. suddenly you can have a preference you yeah. know most of us prefer older art yeah. but you know, when you play Commander... And then the other people are garbage. But yeah, no, yeah, that, yeah. We're not calling you garbage. No. That's just what it is. Of course. No, I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm saying. But when you look at, like, Commander sets, you know, you, you get the choice of, do I want all white-bordered cards? You know, are you that kind of person? Do you yeah. want a different foil mountain for each of your 8-whack I'm developing mountains? high blood pressure just thinking <laughs> about There's a guy my, whiteboard uh, on my LGS, my old LGS, uh, Action Sports and... Gladstone, uh, mm-hmm. Missouri. Uh, he would white border uh, physically himself all of his cards. He did it to his uh, modern burn deck. Ooh. Like uh, Sacred Foundry, yeah. Boros Charms, the worst. Just, Gosh. just getting rid of that black border. That icky him. black ink. Just get yeah. that out of here, apparently. <laughs> I mean, uh, it was god. a spectacle. Oh yeah. my god. You got to do what you got to do, but. Mm-hmm. He's playing burn. He's already tilting enough. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to go the extra mile. Just leave it alone. <laughs> but I yeah. think I think that's the underappreciated side of the magic. Is oh yeah. You start to look at all these artists and what they've done over the, mm-hmm. over the years. Yeah. Because there, there are definitely people that just play this game because of the art. Yeah, absolutely. Some people uh, only collect cards from specific artists. Yeah. I know. Some, I, people, some people even build an EDH deck out yeah, of that. Yeah. I have a commander deck that's just all filled with my favorite arts by. Rebecca Gway and Gway Tribal Tyrese Nielsen. Oh, yeah. is that that good? Uh, no, not at all, actually. <laughs> um, but that's okay. Yeah, like, that's okay. It's fun. Yeah, it's no, just supposed yeah. to be fun. Yeah, it's yeah. EDH and you know, one yeah, winning. I actually have my Eternal Witnesses signed by uh, Tyrese Nielsen, which is like super nice. cool. That is very cool. That is nice. Well, I think that wraps it up uh, for us here on episode two of Dead on Board. We're missing somebody. May he rest in peace. Rip. Yeah. Strep throat. Rip. Yeah. yeah. Only one week, hopefully. The, wonder, the big Slav will be back soon. I wonder what he was doing to get strep throat. Science. Science? Yeah. Or. That's suggestive. We his, can't put that in there. night job of just taking care of kids in the hospital. Probably playing too much Friday night at Freddy's. Probably that. Five nights at Freddy's. Five Probably nights at Freddy's. that. Yeah. Spooky. Spooky boy. It is It is Halloween. We're going to do anything special for Halloween? Hall- well, it's not Halloween now, but like right. it will be. Maybe that's when we, I don't know, Jun. Spooky cast? Is Jun spooky? 
mono black skeletons on Halloween. <laughs> so there was, uh, to go off on a tangent, there was a group of people who were get, getting together and raided each skeleton that's ever been released in Magic the Gathering. Oh my god. Yeah. So we can do something like that. Oh my god. That's, that was like two hours long, and I listened oh, to it. Oh, jeez. That's yeah. that's so much. But it was good. I'd listen to it. Yeah. It was can informative, we, and there was some skeletons. every there. pumpkin instead? Four. Uh, it's like four pumpkins? There's yeah. like zero pumpkins. Vampires. Uh, Why don't we do vampires? Okay. It's like All Hallows' Eve, uh, a card from Legends, has mm -hmm. pumpkins on it. It's a real card? Uh, yeah, a that card's pretty expensive now, isn't it? Yeah. It spikes yeah. every, no, yeah, it it's, every it's Halloween. It spikes. Yeah. Really? That's uh, actually yeah. really fun. Yeah, that yeah. Is, yeah. Magic players do weird stuff. I'm going to buy it on Christmas because oh at this point. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I just want this card. And I'm hey, honey, uh, I just want to buy this card. Buy low, sell high yeah. every year. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. You can just. Make actually, to be fair, if you've ever looked at Blood Bright Elf's uh, price graph, it's just like ban and last announcement spike and then just immediately <laughs> back down. <laughs> it never resettles quite at the price that, like, the low that it was because there's people like me who just bought them just. Right. So and just. Yeah, have 12 them. of these cards. Well, I just have them in, a, like in my wall, just in case of, you know, unbanning break glass kind of thing, um, which I'm not hopeful for. It's just, like, no. just, just in case. Just in case. Just in case Watsy just screws up one day. They do that all the time. Maybe they'll unban some. Maybe they'll day. reprint it. <gasps> I hope not, because that, <laughs> that means Cascade is a thing again, and that is just a... Ugh. And mechanic is just busted. Yeah, because it doesn't matter what mana cost that creature is, yeah. it's going to get played. Yeah, no, most of the time I'm like Shardless Agent. Just yeah. hits everything you want to hit. Brainstorm, Ancestral Visions, him to Turak. Ooh, All hitting of off of uh, Cascade. Just, just hitting Deathrite Shaman is good enough. <laughs> All right. On that degenerate yeah. note, my name is Peter Trapani. I'm here with Austin Baker. See you later, guys. And Colin Bradley. Deuces. And we are dead on board.